All right. Welcome to the Cosmic Lightbody Podcast, everyone. My name is Mark, and I am here with Michael Arterberry. He is a motivational speaker and youth development expert, um, an author as well. The book, Be Encouraged, uh, 250 Days of Motivation and Encouragement, and the executive director of the Youth Voices Center, um, founded in 2008, and you are also a social worker. Um, so excited to have you here, and I really wanted to talk about um, your website, the work you do with kids and that kind of thing um, just is very fascinating to me how you could go into these schools and really change perspectives. And I right, think that's right. what we're talking about, right? Is, is changing perspectives and giving the, our kids a, another, um, basically an idea of what's possible and what they can do with their lives, right? Instead of kind of repeating the same things over and over again, same you know, traumas and, and that kind of thing. Yeah, well, you know, what, what you want to do is you want to help them to understand the endless potential that they have within themselves. And so we, we do activities that forces them to, to look at the good within themselves and not only find the good within themselves, we start to zero it, zero it in so that they can start to kind of see their path and that passion of that thing that really burns inside of them and, and, and press them and push them to pursue it. Uh, a lot of times that that's the kind of thing that gets lost. And, you know, when we're going through kids, especially when they're going through day to day, they've got a lot of stress. They've got a lot of of issues when they're going to school. Maybe they have some circumstances at home that are weighing on them. They get to school, they have pressure with grades. There's all sorts of social issues, right? We know that, you know, growing up. Right. Um, and they kind of, they just don't have that time or that energy to be able to feel or experience or see what's possible. They're so, they're so focused on just the, um, the minutia of the day-to-day -day stuff, whatever's going, you know, around right in front of them. And, what you're do, you know, with your program, I think taking kids almost, you know, a step back from that type of environment and allowing them some space to be able to breathe and start to process some of the things that they're dealing with on a day-to-day -day basis, right? And maybe expand their awareness a little bit and see some potential that they might not have seen without that opportunity, you know, that you give these kids. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we talk about, um, not only that, but we, we talk about that, that they have control over the thoughts that they have, the thoughts that they continue to keep and how they process them. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? As a teenager, you know, they, they, they get to a point where you don't have to absorb everything that's thrown at you. You can grab it. You know, I tell them, you know, with the thoughts, you know, when a, a bad thought comes, if you don't kick it out, you know, it'll plant itself, germinate and grow. And mm -hmm. so we have to be totally conscious of, of what we're the intake of information on a daily basis so that we are protective of ourselves and, and, and our ability to be the best. That we can. It's that awareness because before you know it, right. It, I know I've experienced this. I'm sure you have too. a thought. You get triggered. A thought comes up, just a rogue thought out of nowhere. Right. And before yeah. you know it, it's a full blown crisis. We're in crisis mode, right? Yeah, I mean, how often does yeah. that happen? And it happens to the best of us, you know, and I know, you know, with me and I do this work as you do, you know, similar type of work, we, 
we encounter these situations. And, you know, sometimes it takes a little bit of time to kind of separate from that, right? To realize, oh, the mind is controlling me. I've reacted because it comes in subtle. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, you know, it happens and, and, at times. Well, you know, and with me, if you if you catch me, you think I'm crazy because I talk <laughs> to it. Yeah, I'm serious. So when, when that thought comes, I'm like, wait, wait a second. Uh huh. No, no, you're not. You're not having. You're not occupying any space. No, it's not happening. You know, I I learned that. You know, and it was funny when I learned it. It's like a aha moment when when you start having bad things go on in the morning, and you say to yourself, "Oh my gosh, this is going to be a terrible day." Bad day. Yep. Yeah, but I realized once I stopped doing that, mm-hmm. how 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 once I put the, that into the universe, that the rest of my day would be a, a travesty. So now I don't do it anymore. So once it I, things start happening negative, I stop, I regroup, I take a breath, and I'm like, you know what? We're just going to keep moving, but mm-hmm. it's not going to continue in this path. And taking a breath, I think, is key because that's the quickest way to just slow it, you know, to, to, to peel it off you, to peel the mind off you. Right. Because right. and when you take a breath and I actually had to do that today, I had a few things come at me at once. And it's like, OK, um, I'm not all these thoughts. And you recognize that and you have to have that awareness. And I think that's what you it's one of the things you focus on. I know in your programs and we don't have to identify or become these thoughts. And as soon as you realize that with that awareness, you can create that little bit of space and just make a different decision. You don't have to react to it. Then you can make a choice with awareness, with consciousness. And I think our kids these days, a lot of them, they're so, they got so much coming at them. They don't feel like they have any choices. They're just constantly doing what's expected, what they're in their mind, they expect themselves to be doing. And it's just amazing that you could get in there and help them realize that they do have choices, that they are individuals and, um, they could see a bigger landscape. They could see a bigger reality. And, you know, that, that leads to a, a greater path, right? More choices. Yeah, yeah. And a concept that I teach them, I call it be the driver of your car, mm-hmm. not the passenger of your car. And what I mean by that is when we talk about trauma that happens in our lives, you know, and I share with them a few personal stories, but if you don't retrace your steps and find the trauma you will find that the trauma is driving your car. So I use the relationship between a dad and a daughter and the relationship is abusive and she can go off and get married and have a husband, but dad is still mentally totally in control of her life. Mm -hmm. You know, um, she can have a child and he can continue to be totally in control. And Mm -hmm. I teach the kids that, when you realize that you no longer have your own keys, that you have to take them back. So be deliberate in the sense to say, okay, that situation just happened. Jimmy now has my keys. I need to take my keys back so that I can gain control of my situation. Yeah. And I've, I've used a very similar analogy. It's funny you mentioned that with the car. Um, because it, it's it's so true. And when we're in the passenger seat, a lot of times we're looking out the window, we don't even know where we're going, right? 
we, we just, it's like we let our mind or our ego, whatever you want to term it, take over, take the keys to the car and it's driving. And that's our right. trauma. That's our programming, right? So like yeah. you said, it could be dad who's nowhere around. Right. Dad's still controlling you. And that's where we, where the awareness comes in. Um, and we look at these situations and we think, well, I'm not making conscious choices here. It's my programming that's deciding everything. That's the driver of the car. So with that awareness is what we do is everything changes because then we realize that we can start to make these choices and we take the keys back and we put our mind or our ego in the passenger seat where it could be a tool for us when we need it. When we need it to do things, we can direct it and it can do things. That's what it really wants to do is, is work for us. So we kind of swap it out. We get into that driver's seat and we take control of everything. And, right. um, the more awareness we could bring to those thoughts, the more time we spend in the driver's seat. So we always have to be monitoring our thoughts right throughout the day. Otherwise you're off in a tizzy and you're thinking, well, how did that happen? <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 Living the life of consciousness. You know, that's what I tell the young people. You have to, yep. you can't, you can't, I call it sloppy living more. Mm -hmm. You know, when you, when you're sloppy and you just get up and, you know, you can call sloppy living or consciousness like a person that just throw on rags and walks out of the house. You can't do that with your life because then you're the byproducts and the, you know, the fruits of what you do become consistent with the way you carry yourself. So, yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, you know, the more we let these patterns persist, the more they become anchored in our personality, they become part of our personality, right? And before you know it, you're, you're in your 20s, you're in your 30s. Uh, and you look back and you're like, well, how did I get here? This isn't the life I want, <laughs> you know, that I wanted, you know, and, that, and, and at that point, there's an awakening moment. But right. to get in with these kids, and especially when they're in the stressful situations, you know, whether they've got the home life in, in high school or middle school, to be able to pull them out of that, because you are really the physical representation of their soul, right. taking them out of the programming. That's what you are. You're that reflection to them. Right. Okay. So when they yeah, see yeah. you, they're seeing that reflection of their soul and you're right. pulling them out of this chaos, which is their day-to-day -day lives. And you're saying, look, you're not all these things, you know, you are an individual and you can make choices, you know, and, and um, just bring awareness to it and bring awareness to the patterns and the traumas and the things like that. And that's just, you know, for, for kids that are in middle school and high school, that is so profound. I'd love to see that in every school, you know, yeah, programs yeah. like that. Well, listen, I mean, you know, I, I, I wish, but, you know, you, you said something that is very, and, and I may steal it, Mark, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's about, but, but yeah, they're souls, man, you know, because what happens in these groups is we create a family mm -hmm. and the bonds that are created now, I mean, I'm in and out all the time. So the kids are only going through it 20 at a time um, because I call every kid that goes through my program, my surrogate child. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, I, I see so many that I may not remember your name, but I remember your story. But the kids in that room after the two-day period have, have bared their soul to the point where their connection to the others in the room 
um, is tremendous. You know, I've even had kids that have gone to school together since kindergarten and go through this experience. And they're like, wait a second. I mean, like, like, I didn't know you like this until we came into this experience. So, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, they bear their souls. So you're right. You're right. I got to keep that, keep that in mind and make sure that I, I bring that well, here's the thing is what happens is you're offering up an energy, you're offering up space, you're offering up a frequency and it's a high frequency, right? That's what you're doing. Right, right. And, and the people that work with you and these kids now, because there's that space available, something is triggering within them. These higher frequencies are activating within them. Right. So now they're starting to feel this because they have the space. This energy is starting to get up into the brain and it's lighting things up within them. And right. you're, you're creating the space for all this to happen. Right. And right. that's incredible right. to be able to do. Um, I mean, that's life-changing stuff, Mike. I mean, it is. It is. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you know? Yeah, the, or or the like an orchestra, I'm just conducting. Mm -hmm. You know, I sit there and conduct. But you know what, what I do to get them to, to do that, Mark, is, is, is I disrobe. Not, you know, not. Well, oh, yeah. Yeah. Figuratively. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. But um, immediately mm -hmm. I tell my story about my cracks and my failures. Yep. The first thing before I ask any question about themselves and what it does is it totally, totally disarms them because adults try to make kids think that they're perfect. So if we look at it energetically, you are bringing an energy of vulnerability. Right. You are showing them vulnerability, right? right. And, and these kids are very, um, the ego, their mind is very protective, doesn't want right. them to show vulnerability. Right. And that leads to conflict, right? Because nobody yeah, wants yeah. to be wrong. Nobody wants to be vulnerable. They have to be tough all the time. And here you are stepping in and you're bringing forward this energy of vulnerability and you're exposing your soul which is in turn allowing them to find that within themselves. Right. And right. it's because it, that's a seed being planted. Right. And it's incredible. Do you, um, so these kids come and they're in your program. Do they repeat the program or how does that work? How do you keep that oh, so, going? So what I do is, is I make a school commit to um, six of my, six of my two day workshops. So they, they, they get five, groups of like 25, maybe the 30 of groups that go through the level one. Mm -hmm. um, that's two days of an introductory piece. Okay. Then a sixth group will go through my level two, which is a facilitating piece. And what it is, is I build a relationship with the schools where it's turnkey. It's every it. year. Okay. So, so what you, what you eventually get and what's nice is we give them t-shirts at the end. Mm -hmm. So even though you may not have gone through it with a person that walks by you with a T-shirt, you have a connection to them because you can't get that T-shirt unless you've had the experience, you know? Right. Okay. So it becomes kind of like a coveted thing then. Yeah, and it draw, sure it's does. a magnet, right? It's, a, it's like, yeah. hey, well, it's a law of attraction. It's a magnet. It draws kids yeah. in. And yeah. those that, that on some level are seeking you out or your program, they may not be consciously aware of it, but they're going to be drawn to it and they're going to end yeah. up where the right where they need to be. 
Right, um, right. So you're nurturing that seed, like, you know, we're planting the seed and then you're nurturing it and bringing more to it. Yes. So you're building yes. this, this expanse frequency, you know, and you're just raising the energy and the frequency of these kids. And it's almost a contagious type of thing. Right. And you know, what's, what's really fantastic when you talk about energy is so most schools, we do it in the same room. Mm-hmm. So as I'm going through it group by group, they, they all always want to come back to visit because they remember the energy in the room. That, you know, people, you know, cause we, 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 we give them pizza at lunch. So some people are like, Oh, they mm-hmm. just come for the pizza. No, they want to come back into that room Yes, because in that room is where they felt it and they want to see if they can feel it again. They feel it right. They've got that memory of that energy, that frequency, and they come back for it. And that, you know, the thing is, as they do that, that they never forget that. And what happens is when they get older and they move out or they, they move on, they're going to be able to get back to that frequency. They may not have to be standing in the room with you, but they'll be able to find it again because it's entrained, you know, because you've offered that to them and they've aligned with it when you were with them. So we keep these frequencies, we keep the memories of these and we could go back to them, you know, down the road. So it's really like a life gift. You know, it's like the, yeah, it's like the, they, the radio dial, the, the frequency, you show them what the frequency is of, you know, what the station is for this frequency and they right. know how to get back to it later. And they come yeah. back to you physically to reaffirm that. And it's just a fantastic experience because that's something that, like I said, once you, you're, you have exposure and you feel these frequencies, these energies and these feelings, something turns on with you that doesn't get shut off. Right. There. And yeah, yeah. they will continue to go back to that down the road throughout their life. So it's very powerful stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, on Facebook and social media, it's it's wonderful to get a comment that says, you know, you changed my life through this experience. Mm-hmm. And they could, they could be, you know, I've been doing it long enough. They could be 25, 30 years old. And they're, they're saying, like, like, I remember sitting in that room like it was like it was yesterday. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because, yeah, you know, yeah. when we get to these energies, these energy levels of these frequencies that you're holding, um, just like you said, something happens with time and space because these are higher right. frequency, higher dimensional energies, and it right. can take them right back to that moment in that experience. Yeah. Right. So yeah. when they come across something in their life down the road that maybe, you know, is, a, is some sort of a situation or some difficulties um, they could go back to that, yes. you know, and even though you may not be standing right there with them, they can go back to that energy and they could have those, they could experience those feelings again and recenter themselves, make a choice with awareness and not suffer in the way that their mind or ego would, you know, the path that would take them down if they weren't aware, if they didn't have the awareness yeah, of that frequency. Yeah. Yeah. That, yes. That's fantastic stuff. Um, so when they're done, when they're, you know, they, they graduate, whatever, they could reconnect with you, like through Facebook and things like that. You have Facebook groups that they could be involved with. Yep. Facebook groups. Um, you know, before COVID we would do a, uh, like, uh, annual gathering where we would 
do it in a place where it was central to all locations. Okay. So, you know, if I was in like five or different high, five different high schools, I'll purposely go to a hotel and rent out a room so that they can all reconnect there. But, um, you know, social media, media is a blessing with this kind of work because, right. I, yeah, I, I, you know, cause I'm, I'm going from school to school throughout the year, but I, I mean, I still could see Jimmy or Susie every day. Um, just when I open up my Facebook or my Instagram page. Yeah. That's amazing. Cause you know, when I do my group coaching sessions or even my private sessions, my spiritual sessions, I'll do them on zoom now. And it's just, you know, I could have multiple people on the group sessions, you know, and it's like right. we're in the same room. It's fantastic. Kind of like you and I are talking now. Um, I am going to, in the description of the podcast, I'm going to link to your websites. Um, what's the best way for people to get a hold of you directly through the website or if they're interested? And I know you, you take donations on the Youth Voices Center site. Right, right. Yeah, they can right, right through the website. I have, um, I have an email and a number that they can call. Okay. And you've got some social media accounts. I'll link to those yep, um, yep, yep. as well in the description. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's amazing work. Um, I think it's something that, that needs to be worked into a lot of curriculums. It should be all the curriculums actually in around the country, around the world in school with um, being able to teach kids how to just, just create that space and separate a little bit from their mind. You know, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, especially now with with all the all the different things that they can get into. Yeah, just a, it's it's just really fantastic. But um, I that's all I had for today. I mean, all if there's yep, anything yep. you wanted to talk, if yeah, nope, that's that's good, Mark. Yep, that's I, fantastic. I am so appreciative, uh, and I'm so blessed to have this time to speak with you. So I wish you good fortune, my friend, in the future. Yeah, and you um, too. Take it easy. All right, you too. Bye-bye.